Welcome to Mother Funk. Hello, Mother Funkers. We are back. We are, we are. Shirley, how many um, alcohol-free nights have you had this week, just quickly? Very good question, Shirley. I've actually had three. No. Three full nights. Yes. Stop it. I know. And you know what? I have to say, since I've been off the booze, I get terrible headaches at 7pm. I do. Yeah, it's normal. But yeah, three nights. And I wake up in the morning absolutely parched. Now, what drove you to that? Three nights off. Yeah, sobriety. I really wanted to get through a book. And also, um, I thought, actually, I can't just spend this whole time just boozing eight days a week, can I? So I decided to get my throat. And we ran out on Sunday night. And I thought, you know okay, what? Okay, there we are. There I we won't are. walk to the shop. I won't. You ran but out. There we are. I ran out. Um, how about yourself, Shirley? Have you whipped up any sugar-free cakes this week? Um, I did a, yeah, I did another sort of a banana a sugar-free banana cake wasn't as nice as the first. wasn't as nice, but I got it down. But me. tell me, okay, but I thought your your son was allergic to banana. Oh no, it's not for him. It's for me. Oh, oh. Um, wow. I yes, it's annoying actually because bananas are good. Banana and egg, but I'm not convinced he is. But the doctor, I feel as though it was one of those things. We went and we said, listen, he vomits profusely after he eats egg and banana. And I think she was working on a project at the time, a very rare sort of type of um, allergy. She goes, it could be this. Yes, I've been doing research. Will you be part of my um, research? And we go, okay, okay. And so um, he's, he's going into the hospital in October on his second birthday to, to try egg and banana in hospital conditions to see if he has that reaction. And if he doesn't, then he can go back on it. I'm really tempted to give him a slice of my... Um, banana pre- oh, you, cake you not must. least because he just you can't eat anything these days can you without them going oh me, i know me, more, more, and they cake, go mad cake, i gave cake. My, listen i gave mine half of my guava barocco yesterday i just didn't care and it was a pint of i know it's terrible but i've just given in i really am a soft cock these days i can't be bothered it's to argue so i gave him half my barocco the best and way. he looked like no but he looked like you know he just went so many different colors Anyway, whatever. I know it's not great, but you can't. If they see you drinking or eating something, that's it. You're done. You're done in for. Um, have you had a good week or bad week so far? Are we Wednesday or Thursday? I never know. Are we home oh, for What post does it hump? matter? What does it matter? It's bin day. All I know, it's bin day. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> Do you put the bins out? Please don't tell me. My husband. No, 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 I don't. My husband does. It's one of the very few jobs that he does. You are so 1950s in your household. Okay. Um, Okay. No, my bird. My my bird puts out. Of course she does. Of course she does. I wouldn't expect anything less. Um, Um, Have you had a good week, though? Has it been all right? It's been okay. You know, my my weather is, I don't know what sort of creature I am. It completely depends on what the weather is. Like, so when it's sunny, I'm just, just fine. And then when it isn't, I, yeah, sort of slump. But um, it's always been the way. It's always been the way. Well, it's ups and peaks and troughs today, isn't it? And yesterday. How about yourself? Good. You know what I bought yesterday, which I was really excited about? A bike. Oh, you've been after a bike for ages. For a very long time. And I actually bought one. And I went to the shop that, you know, in Camberwell, where we used to live. I went there. They recognised me. They went, Edwards. Oh, no, not you again. It's the toll bird. I said, yes, I called this morning and told you I was tall. I tell no lie. And they sold me a, a bike. I uh, got 50 quid off for just a being who I am. Um, Did you pay in cash? Tall. I paid in, no, no cash. They like things. cash there. They do like cash. They, like, they do like cash, dirty cash. But um, no, I paid for it. They're going to fit a baby seat on the back. I can collect it next week. The only downside is it is the most putrid shade of purple. Like a lilac. It's a hideous oh, lilac. Wow. Is that yeah, why you got 50 really... quid off? 
Yes, because no one wanted it. It was that or electric beige. And I said, electric I can't go beige. for either. I said, oh listen, my what's gosh. this? Ain't so bad once you get used to it. I said, really, though? Oh, yeah. Going to come back into fashion. It will suit you in your Mary Poppins style. But anyway, I picked it up because it was a good price. And actually, I don't care. I was desperate. I was absolutely listen, desperate. Much rather, much rather sort of lilac than uh, the electric beige. I still can't get my head around. And well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, you, Shirley. Yeah, no, that's going to be lovely. Do you remember when you came off your bike once? I was so sad for you. Do you remember? Genuinely. Um, was that when I was... Um, you bruised your fanny. Yeah, and I showed you my fanny and I was coming yeah, back. Yeah, yes. and I felt really sad for you. Um, but you were so... Yeah, you were really panicked. Because I used Where to... Were... I mean, I can tell the people I used to PA for um, Harold Pinter the late playwright and I had just left him and I I was out I was in Holland Park and um I buckled then so I went into a pothole and then I flipped over and I I think I I think I went up and then crashed down yes. on the handlebars yeah. on my fanny bone and um and I you know that sort of <laughs> you yeah, know when it's yeah, just so yeah. painful I, I I was just mm. doing a sort of solo opera and then I thought I've got to go back into the house. So I went back into the house, and Harold was there, and he said, "Are you all right, kid?" And I said, "I've just, I've just." And I thought, "How do I say this?" Because uh, you know, I just had, and I was so because it felt like everything was ruptured and it was bleeding. Mm. I mean, well, pan, pan a few years later when I actually gave birth, but um, that that was the real horror show. But um, so I thought I, I can't, and I said, "Yeah, I'm fine. I just hit my," and I told him he, he sort of didn't want to know. And then I came home and I had to show you. I said, "Please I look. Remember. I think it I, was I think very I've done swollen damage." And it was black, no, you okay. wasn't it? It was black. It was black. You had a black flap. A black, black flap. Inside <laughs> it was like, I had really to, felt for you. I parted my flaps and I go, what's it like? You go, ooh. It, it's, and, and then I took a look ooh. and I go, oh my gosh. That's not my only bike story. I have- no, 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 I know. But all I mean to say is, you know, what you, all you need is one sort of accident and you lose your nerve. I haven't, I haven't got on my bike for about four or five years since not my ex-boyfriend, but my ex-boyfriend before that. And I have to say, I, I have lost my nerve. Hang but on a minute, I I've lost you in that. So your ex-ex-boyfriend, you haven't gone on your bike since then? My Okay, let's just go just my ex-boyfriend. But, but why? My last serious. What because happened? I don't know, because I just, well, no, I just remember, you know, that was a hedonistic days where I'd go up to town and cycle back and not remember getting back home and just, I'd always wear a helmet, but I'd never, you know, you just lose your nerve, don't you? That was then. And now I'm with a baby, with a baby. Now I've, I'm, you know, I'm in charge of a baby. I you just I know it makes you listen. I used to ride around on a you know moped, didn't I? A scooter, a big bike as well, a fast one because I got my license. And then you know, as soon as my willing partner, as soon as I had the child, she goes, "You're never getting on that again." And I laughed. I went, "Ha ha!" You'll see. She goes, "No, I assure you, you are never getting on that bike again." And so far, she's been right. Absolutely. So our topic this week. topic this week is about relationships and how they change post baby now that's relationships with willing partners unwilling partners friends family Mm. in-laws what do you think shells kick us off how have they changed and well i i have to say that my my willing partner always tells me always reminds me that since i gave birth i've turned into an absolute ogre she said you really are quite horrible um used to be Mm. and i go oh tell me about how i used to be because i don't remember her and she goes, you were just, you were kind, you were fun, you were light. Yeah, we used you to, were. We used to have, you know, we still laugh now, but usually at my expense for being so, such an ogre. And she said, something happened when you gave birth, you turned into a monster. However, she's torn because I did then give her the best gift, gift ever. So she says, on balance, it is worth it. 
but I do miss I do miss the old you. The old you. And um and I said, Gosh, that's so sad. Yeah, pre accident. I said, That is so, so sad. And um, she said, yeah, but I, I remember, I, re- I remember, I, I, I thought I got better, but apparently I haven't. Um, so that's, that's the winning partner. How about you? In terms of my winning partner, it's just one of those things. I remember the, as soon as my baby came out, the first couple of days, for some reason, you're completely in love with your partner. I don't know why. Maybe it's the hormones. Maybe you're so over them because you don't want them to leave. Anyway, but as soon as he went back to work, because he only had two quick weeks off, and I can't even remember those first, you know, his parental leave, because it was so, such a blur. But as soon as he went to work, I remember thinking, ah, actually, I'm, I'm on my own now. And then you learn how to do things better. Uh, no, actually, he doesn't like it like that. Actually, I can do that. And you become quite, because you just, yeah. you become better at certain jobs. So it is very difficult, I think, at the beginning, once you have a baby. But listen, the swings and roundabouts, I'd say we're, we're strong. It, that, it's been hard though, isn't it? It is. And it's those early days. And if there, is, if there are any listeners out there um, who are in those early stages, uh, the only advice I can give you is, of course, you're doing it better than your willing partner. Of course you are. There is no doubt. You know best. No doubt. Mama knows best. However, if you can find it within yourself to just not care a little bit and just to let it go, they'll do it their way. And it's just much, oh, yeah. it's just so much better when you just accept. I had to be told by, you know, external forces had to actually intervene because I was wild. Don't do it like that. You don't like this. You know, and yeah, you've got to pick your battles. When you have to pick your battles, because otherwise you're going to be battling every bloody minute of the day, because there are so many things to get stressed about, especially in those early days. Oh my gosh, actually, it's such a relief to be out of that zone and to care less. And now I just leave him. She leaves. I go. Are you going to do it? No, are you going to do it? We just don't care. Whereas in the beginning, you just care too much, and it's 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 suffocating. Anyone in particular who really came through for you in those first couple of weeks? Or months even. Anyone, you know, not necessarily friends or family, anyone who really thought, gosh, really stepped up. Um, you know, no, I know my silence sort of suggests that no one did. No, they, they, <laughs> do they, people are amazing. They are. There's something about, you know, who, you know who, I had to think about it. I would say my Arabian family. Okay. Now I didn't really, my Arabian family didn't know that I was with a woman. Um, until I was sort of in my third trimester and word got Let back alone through. raising one. I Le- know. Exactly. Um, but it sort of word got back and um, in, that I was pregnant and they sort of called me and I was always sort of like hanging up on FaceTime calls saying, not now, not now. So I took an audio call and they go, we heard your news, congratulations. Um, and they didn't really reference um, that I was with a, with a lady, but because I was having a baby, that was just the best news ever. And, yeah. um, and they were able to sort of, overlook the other stuff and because the most important thing to them was that I had a child because that is a woman's reason for being in the Middle East and um, I just found actually by having a child all these relationships that weren't sort of maybe needed a bit of work or whatever were, were, were helped were helped by um, having a child I just I, yeah. I just things started to those 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 relationships with other friends who have had who had had children but we weren't really clicking all of a sudden I was in the club and I got it and they got it and they could then, not to say that that's a club you necessarily want to be a member of. I have to make that very clear. But it's like, now you get what we've been through. It's been hell. It's been amazing. And now you're in this club. Okay, I'm going to be nicer to you. Yeah, I respect respect you in a different way. It's very odd. It is very odd. And I have to say, the one person who shone for me, which very, very obvious, is my mother. Because I think as soon as I gave birth, as soon as I pushed a baby through my vagina, she actually respected me a lot more. 
And she was very helpful to me. I think in those first few days, because you had your mamacita, i.e. your willing partner, um, and I didn't have, and I think you just need a woman's touch around the house. And it's really, I, I've said it, you can attack me males if you like, but that's that. I have to say, my mother used to come, she used to put chunks of cheese on the side, she'd make brownies for the guests who would come to the house. You know, she just used yeah, to she put um, scarves over, well, you know, scarves despite over my erupting nipples. Despite her telling me that if you dared have a child, she wasn't interested in a grandchild, and if you dared try to breed and bring one into the world, then she'd um, emigrate. She, she said, said she'd yeah, go she, to Australia. She, she, she did say she'd go to Australia. And I remember when I was very young, sort of 16, you know, one of my friends fell pregnant early and she just said to me, she looked me deep in the eye and she said, if you ever fall pregnant, I'm going to pull it from you and throw it in the Thames anyway. So I was always very scared of getting pregnant. Um, and that's the only conversation, we've had, that's the only birds of bees conversation my mother and I have ever had. But once I gave birth, she was really chuffed actually. Um, and uh, no, she was very helpful. She came over and um, sorted out my flowers helped me unpack all my boxes. She made me food to give to people because you can't do very much in those first couple of days, can you? You can't even think about very much. I remember not even really sort of going to the loo for a wee. You know, you're drinking all this water to keep hydrated, try and get your milk up. And, you know, you can't even hobble to the loo. It's, it's quite sad, you know. And then suddenly you've got all these people visiting you, which is lovely, but some guests are were more welcome than others. I remember the difference with, with friends who had had children coming yeah. versus the, the friends who hadn't had children. And bear in mind that we were recently members of that club for a very long time. Yeah. And the ones who had children would come with just, you know, a look of absolute anguish and pain in their eyes as if to say, we know what you're going through. This is the worst. It does get better. You know, yes. when your nips are just falling off, your fanny's hitting the floor. Like, don't talk to me about the hemorrhoids. And you're just going, what is this? I mean, I was I, I, just, what is this? And they come with really useful things that you hadn't thought yeah. of. And they go, this is going to help you with X. This is going to help you with Y and Z. And you go, oh, wow. And then you use all those things. And then, of course, the couples without children, usually the gay men, just turn up with, uh, what do you think about this? It's Stella McCartney. Isn't it cute? And you think, well, that's completely impractical. And it's still in its um, wrapping in the cupboard. Because, of course, it, it was never the right size and never the right season. And, of course, they can't wear that. Um, and yeah, that's funny. But I, I was, I was just so grateful for anyone to pop round and anyone to absolutely. To do anything. It's weird though because the people who you thought you might have met up with who have just had babies at the same time, you don't necessarily see. I mean, apart from yourself, there are other people who had babies similar age, and you don't because they're on their routine, they're on their system. They they need to try and nail it. They're having a breakdown. They can't then drop all that, come to your house for you to walk around your on hood do you know what i mean basically you need to make friends with people who live on your road but that's what that's saying. why it all made sense isn't it when you go to these bumps and babies and nct they never say about the, the content of the class they say no you go there to make friends yeah because you, you need someone down your road but of course when i was when i was pregnant i was living in crouch end and then i had my baby and at five weeks i moved to the southeast so actually i, I had no i didn't have that network I sort of ditched all the sort of Crouch End lot, uh, a lovely bunch they were, but there was no point me keeping in touch because I couldn't do two hours up to North London. No, you literally need someone down the bottom of your road. And I, I didn't have that. So I just signed up to all the classes. Remember, we went to baby massage, kept in touch with a few of those people and just did classes baby every massage. single day. Everyone was having a breakdown. It was so it, early everyone on. Everyone was having a breakdown. We were smothering our babies in coconut oil. It was so we cold. It took 20 the... minutes to unwrap them. And then, tw- and then you're massaging them in the cold for 20 minutes. And then it takes about half an hour for you to... Everyone's holding each other's baby while you go for a wee. It was, it was, it was then, quite dark, because but it was, at least you got out the house. Because it was, a, so, it was a few weeks in. They were so young. So everyone's birth stories were still so raw. And we were working our way, our way around the class. And, you know, some people, their stories were, 
they were so grateful. Yes, it's hard, but I'm so grateful because I've been trying for this baby for five years and I never thought it would happen. And then they break down. And then of course and I then break everyone down. breaks down. And, every, and, and like just we passing the, passing the tissues around the table. Oh my gosh. No, pass I'm, I, the tissues round, toss the tissues round, the cry, cry, break down, cry. Any other relationship? You know the brothers? No, the brothers have come good, haven't they? I think the brothers have come good. I think the brothers are much better now that they are 18 months plus. I think at the beginning it's very difficult. And also my brother, and I can I can also say your brother, they don't enjoy watching us whipping our tits out. Oh, my brother, um, my so brother just did not. Well, uh, that he, sort of because makes he, them angry. He, he got angry. I'd be pressing because he goes, oh man, what are you doing? Get out. And then he'd walk out the room. I go, I'm feeding the baby. He goes, can you not do that somewhere else? And I go, can you not move You've somewhere else? You've come to my house. How I mean, dare you? I, I'm making him sound terrible, but he had never seen it because his, no. um, his, his uh, wife at the time didn't breastfeed. So I think when you're not used to it, it's quite alarming because of course they've never been yeah. that size. They were, I mean, they were Kim Kardashian. I know they're I know. the Smarple socks now, but they were, I mean, pure Pamela Anderson. No, they were. I know. My, I think my brother felt it quite, but he was very discreet and sat far away and that's, but now that they can sort of throw them up and rough and tumble with them, they love. So it's much better. Yeah. Brothers are good. In-laws, it's very odd, isn't it? Suddenly with the in-laws in that they, they come, they sit and then, yeah, again, you're just whipping your boobs out in front of your father-in-law as if it's completely normal. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's and, amazing uh, how much you don't care though at the time. I just couldn't give a, I always, no, I didn't my, really care. My bazooka's out. But when, but when they start rouging, you know. But the relationships, I think, with the, the I think the relationship with the in-law is um, with the in-laws are actually much better since yes, having a I child, do. and I think that's what they sort of because everyone comes into. I mean, I remember my willing partner's mother just going, "Oh, don't have them. Oh, they'll ruin your life. Just get on with your career." But then, of course, once you have them, they go, "Isn't it just the most wonderful thing?" And the um, same with my ex-boyfriend's mother. I said, "Oh gosh, children. Oh." nothing worse and then and then you know they completely change because of course you when someone hasn't had them um there's a there's a different narrative yeah. isn't there and that's also and that's also fine but when you do again it's so you you just you belong to this this sort of this club that you can just talk in a different way so i, I found my in-laws to i've got much closer to them since yes the birth, i guess i have as well child it's difficult at the beginning because obviously there are no boundaries and it was very compare and contrast to how things were done back in the day which i found odd but um, but no, listen, you know, looking back on it and at the moment, it's good. It's very good. And, uh, you know, they really want to see their grandchildren, which is nice. They do activities, hopefully one day. A message of hope for mothers out there. It gets better. It just gets better and better and easier Absolutely. and easier. Um, pub quiz. I really enjoyed your round. Sure. Shirley's round the other day was um, highbrow, lowbrow. Monobrow, monobrow. Monobrow. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Did yeah, you? Yeah, I, I enjoyed well, no, but I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the questions. I thought they were very funny. I did a pub quiz on Saturday and one of the rounds was Ikea or cheese. Did it come from Ikea or is it a cheese? And I tell you, it was very difficult, very difficult to distinguish. But, you know, people are getting creative, aren't they? Maria from Bristol sent in a question, which was, has your attitude to your body changed since giving birth? And how do you feel about it now? Good question, Maria from Bristol. Good question. She also she has a twenty month year old, so she knows what we're going through. She's uh, she's got a boy one as well, which is nice. Um, how has your body changed? How has your attitude changed? Well, I guess again, with, you know, you're not bringing sexy back in the same way that one used to, but you have a lot more respect for your body. And I'd really try. I know, I know, I um, abuse it with alcohol, 
a lot, but I do try and look after it as much as I can because you realize how important it is. What do you wreck? Yeah. And especially if you're thinking about going again, you just Here need those things again. to be intact. It's always no, about no, 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 no. Go out, go in again no, no, when no, no, you're no, having no. your next. Not so much for me, Shirley. I was thinking more for you. But when you think about that, um, interestingly, I had to. I went to a physiotherapist for my pelvic floor because I had a mild prolapse. And I think a lot of women regime. do have a lot of prolapses, but they just don't they mention do. it. And do you they? know, you, you can have a prolapse of the um, the, the front, the middle, okay. or the back. So you can have an anal prolapse, vaginal, and I think they call it a urethra. Okay. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so any one of those can collapse. So I had a mild vaginal collapse, which I think was not aided by the salad spoons going yeah. into my regime. Um, not once, not twice, but three times a lady um, with the old forceps. But anyway, so I think that was inevitable and I got away lightly. But I had to go to physiotherapy because it was my breathing was um, connected to my diaphragm, which is connected to the pelvic floor and the wow. three weren't working. And she said the pelvic floor is the only muscle in the human body that doesn't uh, work unless it's unless you actively work it. It's something you just have to do every day of your life, she said. She's had five. My physiotherapist has had Crikey. five children. She says her pelvic floor is quite bad. It's in a state of disrepair despite her daily exercises. Um, so there's that issue. There's the pelvic floor issue that I think, you know, we have to, if we can be asked, keep working at because later on we're going to have the incontinency issues and something you know, to look forward to. Like our mothers did and their mothers did before them. Did you have um, hemorrhoid issues? I Not really, no, but I, I didn't know. Um, no, I didn't have hemorrhoid issues, but you know what I did have during pregnancy was, um, I will tell the listeners out there if they're still listening, I had a sort of swollen, funny, and I don't know what it, and no one could help me. I went to go, and, you know, when I went for my checkups, there weren't that many of them, but when I went for my checkups, they just said, yes, it's totally normal. And that really, I really suffered with that during my pregnancy. And it sort of went once. I remember yeah. it so well because it was so hot. And you'd send me a picture of your swollen with fanny, the- and I'd send you a picture of my swollen feet in a tray. Well, I had an ice pack on it. You had, yeah, you had really big ankles, didn't you? I mean, that was very funny. I mean, they were so just swollen. They felt like sausages they that were going to so burst my swollen. feet. And I had them just in a tray that I later cooked my dinner in that night. And then you sent me a picture of your swollen feet. But I don't know if my swollen fanny had anything to do with the fact that it was a very hot summer of 2018. It was so, so hot. hot. It, it was, was balmy, it was... wasn't it? It was close. Gosh. It was close. Closer than close. Okay. I, we've, been told than to, close. we've been told to round it up. I don't, I don't blame them. Um, but look, so yes, I think actually just, just to conclude, I think a lot more respect for one's body and also the fact that, you know, you do have to work it. It's give and take in this world in more ways than one. And um, what's your dead duck this My week? dead duck is the fact that my discipline's gone out the window. I think because my boy doesn't have any words, he's very frustrated. As a, as a result, he's throwing tantrums. And it's actually, it's, it's got a bit, especially around dinner time, your dead duck. Well, mine is a similar dead duck, actually. It's it's just basically saying no. Yeah. Just don't bother. It's don't bother. I find that if you just give yeah. in, everyone's Much. a lot happier, especially Lord yes. Fontaroy. And basically, it's all about keeping Lord Fontaroy happy. And I just never thought I'd be one of those mothers. But for this week, yeah. I am. He gets his, he, he, he rules the roost and that's just fine with us. Um, how about your winner, winner, chicken uh, it's dinner? It's just a song. It's uh, The Boy in the Bubble by Paul Simon. He plays it on repeat and it's the one song that would just chill him out when he's going ape shit. It's just a song. Um, Yours? Mine is, oh gosh, you're so, you're fed up, aren't it's you? Just, just I'm not, I'm just, ri- <laughs> it's just, it is tough, it isn't it? It's so tough. 
And then I go to bed. When he goes to bed, my willing partner takes him to bed. And I do feel guilty about the certain moments in the day where I thought, oh, I could have really, I felt inclined to raise my hand to you then, son. I feel bad. I feel guilty, you know. So I always blame myself. That's what the alcohol's no, for. They push you. <laughs> Absolutely. They, push they you, do don't push they? you. They do. But um what's your tell me what your winner winner is? My winner winner chicken dinner is also a dead duck oh. because I you know I told you I bought a trampoline. Yeah. Which by the way, Jen Brister, I saw in one her one of her Instagram posts has exactly the same trampoline and exactly the same slide and it the exactly same mental look on her son's okay. face as he leaps off said trampoline. So the trampoline's great and he loves it, but he will, obviously, it's for a three-year-old plus and he's 18 months, so he can't actually jump, although he's learning. So then I have to jump him. So I'm bent over oh and no. then I just use my arms and I power him up and down as oh we no. sing. Hop, little bunny, hop, 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 little bunny, hop, 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 on loop for a good 20 minutes until my arms knacker. And then, of course, we're back to like, wah, wah. So when I win a chicken dinner, also a dead duck. Oh, dear. Well, at least you're working your muscles, you. muscle Marys. Hey, that's the main thing. There we are. Thank you very much. Just a funny thank you one. very much, ladies and gents. Um, thank you. A huge thanks. And um, yeah, tune in huge next thanks time. to Mabel we're Productions. We're always so thrilled that you're we listening. We, we, we really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Many, many thanks, and we shall be back soon. Ta-ra for now. Ta-ra for now. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.